we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you why the day is sunny. I'm in love with lips of honey. Will you see the Good way she walks? Good evening hey, and brother, welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, in addition to the District of Dinah, your singular destination for so many building, remodeling, and design resources. Opening May 2021. Construction gods willing, permit gods willing, weather willing, and hopefully not COVID-20. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I am going to be leading you through some very interesting construction and interior design conversations. This evening, we are crossing platforms, kind of. Uh, My guest is Sarah Davis, Senior Interior Designer at Urban Works Architecture. Sarah, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. It's uh, it's exciting, and we put a whole little "this is your life" thing together mm-hmm. today, specifically in keeping with our theme of having previous guests back on the program as mixologists. We are joined by Miss Michelle Asplin, partner at Cunningham Group. Michelle, how have you been? I've been excellent. Feels like I was just here. Thanks for having me back. Right? I mean, it's been a bit of time. Quite honestly, it was like. 20, was it beginning of last year or? Yeah, about a year and a half. Okay. We talked about golf, so it must have been springish. Yeah. All right. That'd be a year and a half. Well, oh, nice math. See, that's why you're a partner. That's why they pay you the big bucks, Michelle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Memory. Um, yeah, no, we're very, very excited to have you back on. And as we were exchanging messages back and forth, and, you know, we're kind of working through this whole guest mixologist program, how we're going to do it. I said, are you going to assign me a drink? And I said, no, madam, you do what you do because you do that so well. And you came up with a banger. Do we call it a banger these days? Well, we're not in England, but we're <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to call it a banger. I like that, actually. And if people aren't using that, they should start. It's that little spicy pop in there, is that kind of what you mean, a banger? Yeah, could be. Okay. Could be. So, Michelle, you have come up with what cocktail? Tell us what we're going to be drinking. Well, I'm not going to cr- say I created it, but no. I definitely sought it out because it caught my attention. A jalapeno cranberry margarita. Not only does it give you the spice of jalapenos, which I love, mixed with tequila, which isn't my favorite solo, but then you add the cranberry juice that really makes it look festive. So a great Thanksgiving or holiday traditional cocktail. Seriously, it is like it, everybody knows the traditional holiday drinks that you go with, and, and we need to change it up a little bit. And this is a perfect solution. So, Brett Johnson, start our mixing music, and Miss Asplin, please... Tell us how to make this. Yes. So it's very simple, which is really a great thing, especially if you're hosting a large event, which you're probably not doing this year, but you can pretend like you are and have multiple. Or just, yeah, just drink them all ourselves. (laughs) You sit with a three-way mirror and you're in a party. So you need to ferment your, or I should say, infuse your own tequila with jalapenos. That's better. Get your big bottle of your 1.75. I'm using Jose Cuervo Silver. And take a large jalapeno, a fresh one, and cut it into four. Take three of those pieces, put both the tequila and the jalapeno into decanter for 12 hours and let it seep. And then all you have to do is strain it and pour the tequila back in the bottle so you don't look like a weirdo walking around with a decanter of tequila. <laughs> That's the least reason that I look like a weirdo. You're really <laughs> living on the edge if you put that last quarter of the jalapeno. Well, I didn't know what a spice intoler- tolerance was of the... Just three. The copy, the people here. And 
Uh, they were, it was a big one. So you never know, though. You never. Maybe you should have a bite of the tequila or a bite of the jalapeno first, just to see how intense it was. See how intense uh, it was. Or just, yeah. Are you if you're making cocktails for grandma, maybe not the fourth quarter, but or just less tequila for grandma, because more for you. <laughs> Come on, Anyways, grandma so. needs the tequila this year. <laughs> yeah, I think if she anybody does, does <laughs> she's the one. So what you want to do is I use a giant shaker so I can mix multiple at once, less time consuming, get to the party. Mm -hmm. And you mix, simply mix per serving, two ounces of your jalapeno tequila. Put that in the shaker. One ounce of fresh lime juice, one ounce of agave nectar or simple syrup, and two ounces of no sugar cranberry juice. And then you just have to mix it up. She's cooking it with a good solid shake, probably about 15, 20 shakes. I mean, a good amount. You're, yeah, you're infusing a lot of water. Yeah, the ice shaker is ice cold, so I know I'm going to have a good one here. I wish you could see the shaker. It is like gallon sized. I'm very impressed <laughs> yeah. that you have a shaker this large. I, I am as well. You have your glass rimmed with salt and with the fresh lime, and then you pour your cocktail in there. Ooh, yum. I've been staring at this cocktail for a very long time. We did do a quick prep of a couple, and uh, I refused to, to allow you to try it until we were ready for the big unveil. So now I, I like to add a little slice of fresh jalapeno in there because, again, like I said, I like spice. Hardcore. So we got to really bang it, and now we can partake. Wonderful. All right, ladies, let's give this a try, and I raise my glass to uh, both of your firms. All right. Cheers. Cheers. It's delicious. It's really good. It's it, really good. <laughs> that 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 tequila is not making it home with you tonight. Nope. <laughs> you are going to be wishing mixing. I brought the bigger bottle. I'm going to have to arm wrestle Greg for the tequila though. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger tequila bottle. <laughs> no, this is delicious. This has got mm -hmm. just the right amount of pop. It could be a little spicier if you yeah, wanted it to. I think to. we could have gone for that last quarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could have gone for it, but but it <laughs> got is got more slices here if you want more. It is so good. And you know what? The rimming is key, actually. A lot of times, not a huge fan. And of course, whenever you get a margarita, if you get like a frozen margarita, and they put a straw in it, it drives oh. me crazy. Because right. it's rimmed for a reason. You want that. So this is quality. Yep. I think this may be coming out in the 2020 cocktail compendium. I don't know. I think this is going to be definitely at Thanksgiving table. Yeah. Yeah, unquestionably And it's not so. overly sugary like mm -hmm. some margaritas, mm. especially the ones you get at restaurants a lot. But this is just light and refreshing. Kind of reminds you of summer, but yet looks autumnal. Mm -hmm. I agree. And the and the, uh, and the the spice brings in some kind of like much needed energy into these dark, dark days. Mm -hmm. Just be aware of tequila talk. Tequila talk? <laughs> is that something you coined yourself? Uh, or? Too much. Yes, too much tequila sometimes has side effects for others around me, not myself. So tequila, well, of course, of course, of course, never you, never you. Tequila, so interesting, Newkirk, our uh, uh, regular mixologist who remains in Mexico doing, let's just say, things that probably shouldn't be discussed. Um <laughs> And you can go any way you want with that. Frankly, it could be shark fin fishing. It could be anything whatsoever. But he pointed out once, and I looked a little bit into this, he tried to persuade me that tequila was actually a stimulant unlike all other alcohols, which are depressants, which is not true. Right. But tequila does have certain stimulant qualities and chemical traces. So it will affect you differently than pretty much any other liquor out there, 
which is why so many people have so many nightmare stories about tequila. I think that explains a lot of my history. <laughs> I think I, I'm having this aha moment. Oh, yes. Remember when we were talking about making it partner, making partner? <laughs> yeah. By the time we're three into this. <laughs> I'll be partner in my own mind by the end of this Fair cocktail. enough. Yeah, no, this is a delicious cocktail. And uh, by the way, folks, we do put the cocktail recipes uh, both on – I think we put it on the Drink in the Style site. But then we also put it every Friday on the District of Dina uh, LinkedIn page. So uh, business partners who are looking mm-hmm. at the weekend can enjoy the creation. I'm not sure if you want to cut this part out, but this is from Town & Country, and they have the 26 best winter cocktails. Really? Right this is mm. one of them. Good for you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Sarah and Michelle, although mostly Sarah, you both yeah. are <laughs> Stick with us, ladies I'm going to have this drink. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she's. I'm jealous. She gets to drink. I get to talk. <laughs> And it's too This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and Drink in the Style. You may not realize it, but a trained, skilled interior designer cannot just beautify your space. They can functionify it as well. I don't know if that's a word, but it is a thing. So why not check out habitationdesign.com and see if it looks like we're right for you. If it does, give us a call and let's schedule an appointment, in person or virtually, to make your home exceptional. HabitationDesign.com. This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural, drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM 950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. Here's to the winners. Lift up the glasses. Here's to the glory. Still to be Here's to the battle Welcome back Whatever. to Drink in the Style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest is senior interior designer with Urban Works Architecture, Miss Sarah Davis. Again. You're doing nicely on your cocktail, by the way. Oh, it's going down way too fast. Thank you, Michelle. Gonna need to make more soon. Yeah, seriously, because, yeah, yeah, like I said, the tequila's... It's, that's not going home. <laughs> All right, Sarah, introduce us to Urban Works Architecture. Well, that sounds a little stiff, but um... <laughs> I could ask you this: if you could come up with a with a with a with a motto for Urban Works or or a right. tagline, what would that be? Hmm. I guess I think of it as housing for all. Mm, nicely done. So. We focus pretty much on multifamily housing right now, although we've done some commercial work. But our main focus is housing. Mm-hmm. It could be anything from luxury rate market 
to supportive housing for people who perhaps have uh, been living through chem chemical dependency or transitioning out of homelessness. Mm -hmm. So we take, um, you know, kind of pride in being able to provide homes for just about anybody who needs them out there right now. So luckily for us in this particular uh time that we're living in, people still need places to live, and luckily we're still really busy, and mm -hmm. developers are still investing in new places for people to live, and so Which it's is... been pretty busy for us, so that's that's a good problem. Oh, indeed. Um, but, yeah, it's just been, it's, it's the same category of project, but every project is so different depending on the people who are living in it. No doubt, no doubt. Do you do work with uh, bridging? Uh, .org, by the way, when you're doing the... Uh, uh, I personally haven't done a job with um, bridging, but we have done uh, work with PPL, Aon. Um, I know I'm probably going to miss somebody out there. Uh, CHDC. So there's a number of different not-for-profit not um, organizations that we live I mean, even just recently, uh, an organization, we, you know, developed housing for homeless youth too. So it's just kind of, you know, developing those types of homes and kind of applying our hospitality uh, design background mm -hmm. to making these uh, places to live clean and safe and so you do so you do multifamily mm -hmm. home for those in need so uh, a lower income and is there government involvement in any of the projects most times yes okay. there would be so. and you also do some hospitality right so I mean that's how we kind of apply kind of the our design approach is, has kind of a hospitality bend, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to the luxury and market rate. Everybody kind of is a very competitive market, mm -hmm. and everyone kind of can compare and contrast different properties, and everybody kind of wants to come home to that boutique hotel kind of feel. Very true. So even though it is a multifamily project, we certainly use that kind of hospitality mind of that aspirational lifestyle that some of the properties want to have. People to be able to draw, there's a big competition between tenants for different buildings, depending on whether you're in St. Paul or Minneapolis, they're all wanting to lease up their buildings and they all want to have that catch that can really um, kind of spark a little interest in each tenant. Indeed, some kind of, well, you don't want to call it a hook. It sounds it, yeah, crass, it's kind but of like it a is hook. a bit it of a hook. It is a hook. Yeah. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. So you do that. So you do hospitality and the, the resumercial, I the guess, is the that is term true. that we all hate. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least I hate. <laughs> Michelle, do you hate the term? I hate it. She hates the term. But yet we use the term from time to time. So kind of the resumercial aspect to uh, to the multifamily projects that you're working on. And you do do some higher end, of course, and some market rates mm -hmm. and, and some higher tier projects as in well. In between, right. Across the board. And you're based here in Minneapolis, correct? Correct. Right over in the North, North Loop. Okay, which is awesome. How are things looking in the city right now? Well, I'm not seeing the city as much as I used to. I'm seeing basically the furnace in my basement right now. <laughs> I know, right? So, are you guys mostly remote? Yeah, we're all remote. There's a few folks that still kind of go in, trickle in a little bit here on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we're still all remote. Um, luckily, we're, we're a smaller firm. There's only about 25 of us, and we're a pretty tight-knit group. Mm -hmm. And so luckily for us, those types of uh, friendships and bonds kind of carry us uh, in the distance yeah. that we have to do digitally. So when we see each other on Zoom, it's kind of – it's really nice to see their faces and Indeed. kind of 
enjoy their virtual company when we can. It'll be nice to get back to some semblance of normal. I don't think we'll ever see a full-fledged normal, but you know, it'd be nice to have at least some flexibility in going back in. I mean, it's so funny. We've gotten the ultimate flexibility of not having to go in. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of flexibility in actually going into the office would be beneficial. Yeah, it I is. Know. It is. I was just there today. I just came right from the office. So sometimes, of course, as interior designers, we have physical samples of products that we need to lug mm-hmm. around with us sometimes. Very much so, so. And lay things out and take a look at everything. And sometimes you just need to get into the office to utilize the resources, basically. But, you know, right now my basement is filling up with, I think my husband calls it kind of a spreading virus of just like, Carpets and tiles and paints and all <laughs> a, kinds of at things. At a certain point, kind of... you've redecorated without having to buy anything. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> understand. So you are so as an interior designer in the kind of multifamily type of project. How does that differ in your role than doing interior design for a single family home? What are some of the the key things you have to think about? Well, I think it's really kind of you know. Interesting to think about if, if I was a designer. I have done a little residential design in the past, you know, when I was kind of home with kids. And it was very brutal to work with a couple. If you're, if you're <laughs> Carl, who you've worked with on some projects, <laughs> Carl often says he's not just an interior designer. He's also a marriage counselor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And so I much prefer, you know, a project that's $40 million versus, you know, $4,000 just because they they really look to you to just be the expert and take care of it. Uh, I think if you're working with a couple or someone who's just has their home, they're very intimately involved in yeah. their space. Yeah. And every just, single thing is personal. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything is personal. And sometimes we just have to make selections for the greater good mm-hmm. uh, is pretty much how we do it. And it really depends on where the property is located in the city, the suburbs, uh, basically mm-hmm. the market demographic, families, mm-hmm. um, empty nesters, uh, post-grad. I mean, all these different types of groups of people. And all they all have different lifestyles. Different lifestyles and, and different requirements on the checklist of amenities that they must have in every building, and that varies quite a bit. I can only imagine. And we should talk a little bit about that in a moment, too. But before we do, so you're talking about uh, – oh, crap. I forgot my question. Michelle, what was my question? <laughs> well, you wanted to skip over the amenities one. Well, I did, but only because I have it in the next segment. And I didn't forgot. want to eat away the, the whole right. thing. And I knew we were running a little short on time. Eat that jalapeno slice. It'll be fine. Really? Are you eating the jalapeno slice? Yeah. I've been just whole? You're just going to chomp it down. You are hardcore. You seriously. <laughs> I think that I think she's burned out all her taste buds over the years. <laughs> Do you have the COVID? Can you taste anything? <laughs> yeah. my, my father made homemade mustard from when I was age four, and it was spicy as fill in the blank. <laughs> we we have a little beep homemade noise. Mustard. We that's that's really that's a commitment to I, condiments because <laughs> there weren't there wasn't a spicy mustard around, and he and I had to eat it. Wow. So you were, well, you know. What did he put it on? You're a better woman for it. Burgers and hot dogs. Burgers and hot dogs. Was it grainy? Mm-hmm. Or Yep. Good to know. That's good to know. I notice you don't make your own mustard these days. Buy it for $1.89. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take another quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about amenities. Because right. we should have talked about that before. This is Drink in the Style on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Stay tuned. And the tears shed might claim you. 
How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. Dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit, so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower, the self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance, and you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina, and online at habitationdesign.com. Again, habitationdesign.com. These days, our home is the center of our world. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. If we're all going to be spending a lot more time at home, doesn't it make sense to make your space the most attractive and most functional space it can be? At Habitation, my experienced, degreed interior design staff can help you select the perfect furnishings for your home and your lifestyle. Furniture is more than one size fits all, and there's more to making a room work than a couple of chairs and a sofa. Whether it's a modular sectional carefully selected to maximize your living room or the perfect bed, dresser, and nightstand combination to create your dream bedroom, Habitation can help you achieve the space you've always wanted. So check us out online at habitationdesign.com or schedule an appointment at our Adina showroom. Habitation Furnishing and Design. Make your home exceptional. I know I said that I was leaving But I just couldn't say goodbye It was only self-deceiving To walk away from someone who means everything in life to you You learn from every lonely day Welcome back to Drink in the Style, Saturdays at 7 p.m., Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950, omnipresent as a podcast for the ages, eternally, Uh, or until iTunes takes it down. (laughs) Could could really go either way. Um, This is Gregory Rich. Uh, My guest is uh, interior designer Sarah Davis from Urban Works Architecture. Our guest mixologist is Michelle Esplin from Cunningham Group with her absolutely fabulous holiday jalapeno tequila cocktail. Margarita. I, I don't want to call it a margarita. Here's the thing. Just because it's in a margarita glass doesn't make it a margarita. What I mean, what salt is the, the rim? Does it make it margarita? There are a lot of drinks you can salt on a, uh, you, that you can you can salt the rim on. What um, other ones do you salt? I sugar. I knew you were good. There are many. I can't. I could Google it. Johnson, Johnson, go to the inner tubes. Ask the Googler. I want you to Google the following phrase. Rimming. Oh, boy. Cocktails. <laughs> Where do you want to go with that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to get a meeting with Chad. <laughs> Let's keep it. 
I'm glad you were here for our final episode of Drinking the Style. (laughs) Michelle, really, well done. Yes, so lots of chit-chat about this one. (laughs) All right. No, it's a a great cocktail, whether it's a margarita or not a margarita. In the cocktail compendium from last year, I wrote a little rant about, um, I believe, an espresso martini that we had included. Mm. And I included it. So do you know about the cocktail compendium? We took all of our favorite recipes from our 2019 season, and we put it into a nice little hard mocktail thing. You can buy it online for $24.95 or email me and I will ask you for $24.95 <laughs> and I'll send you a cocktail compendium. Um, <laughs> but I had the whole thing on, 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 these, uh, on uh, an espresso martini, which was basically just a uh, some kind of weird coffee cocktail, but it was in a martini glass. Those are good. I know they're, they're good, but they're not martinis. I don't get it. Are we out of names? Well, I think we just... And there's I guess like, it's about the glass. Yeah, it's about the glass. I think it's just all about the glass. And there's like make... fancy little glass names of coupes and you know other that... kind of glasses that are may, very trendy right may now. I, may I dazzle you with my, uh, with my encyclopedic knowledge of the coupe glass? Yes. It's actually not encyclopedic, but it is a really good story. The original coupe glass originated in, in France in the 18th century. And it was literally modeled on Marie Antoinette's breast. I think I had heard that before, and I apologize to Marie Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> she had so many wrongs. <laughs> different expectations. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's another wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Marie Antoinette. <laughs> let's, do Mar- let's do tonight's musical notes, and then... We're actually, Michelle, going to, and I don't think I gave you a heads up on this. I huh. sincerely apologize. Uh, normally at this segment, I'm integrating an opportunity for you to ask our guest a question. Since you've, you've been a guest, you've been a mixologist, now you get to be the host. And since you guys have known each other for years and years and years, having worked together. How many, how many years, do you think? 20? Close. 18? 18? Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of years. Yeah. I'm surprised we're still... We're still doing what we're doing, to be honest with you. That's that the true. scary part. That's the scary part. Which is, which is, it speaks to something. But I mean, you're both enormously good at what you do, obviously, since you're still doing it and have done so well. Nobody's so. Candace yet. <laughs> What's a Candace? Nope. <laughs> What's a Candace? <laughs> No one's canned us. No one has canned us. Oh, canned us. us. No one says canned us yet. <laughs> Karen and Candace. They may uh, after Candace. tonight, though. You just never know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's like a notch on the bedpost. Another career gone. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your time here on Drink on the Style. In the style. All right, let's do tonight's musical notes. So here we go. So, last week's album, Sinatra and Company, was supposed to have been the chairman's swan song. Shortly after the album's release, Sinatra announced his retirement from music. This did not last long. Just two short years later, in 1973, no doubt missing the limelight and the adulation of fans, Sinatra re-entered the world of music with the release of tonight's album, Old Blue Eyes is Back. The album and the comeback in general were a tremendous commercial success. Old Blue Eyes went gold. There was a huge TV special and reporters and fans flocked back to Sinatra with the kind of zeal that is born only of loss and reunification. And this zeal would essentially last for the remainder of Sinatra's life. Not to say that there weren't ups and downs, but after 1973, Frank Sinatra would remain, then and now, the quintessential vocalist of the 20th century. So, 
Standing in the shadow of this greatness, what will I say about tonight's musical note? I hate it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even heard it yet, have we? No, this is all the music, the tracks. The intros, the tracks that came in. Oh, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> it's too much tequila. Oh, just mix a drink, will you? It's all gone. <laughs> I know, Jesus. This is a nightmare. All right, so what do I say? I hate it. The album is completely without swing, bravado, and the menafragismo that speaks to me. I'm wrong, I know, but it's my playground, and I'm going to make the rules. So when I grasp this out, and grasp, by the way, is an acronym, which stands for Johnson. The Gregory Rich Album Acquisition Scale. Wow. Quality, right? Mm-hmm. The rating is, you ready for this one? Ready. Zero. T- ten. Nomine frigiante nientes out of Nientes? Ten. No. Zero out of ten? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I thought you said you hated it. I did. That phrase <laughs> means I don't give a damn in Italian. Oh. Well, how oh. would I know that? I was like, nientes. I was like, it's nothing. I actually screwed it up. No me frega nientes is how you're supposed to say it. I don't care at all. I just, I don't give a damn. I don't like well, the album. I, I like, I like the, the intro of the track that we led this off with. Really? I, I thought it was kind of like I did it my ways like uglier younger brother. <laughs> Remind me being a puka de Who bought you a burrito? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? You didn't like that at all? All right. See, well, I didn't there it say is. that. I I'm said it reminded defending. me of being a puka de Beppo for my grandma's 80th birthday. So it's not like, can do it's that. like what Americans think Italians should be. Yes. Yes. Not yes. necessarily what they are. Then would Italians have embraced themselves as their American perception of being Italian? Um, but no, it's, it's just, it's not a great album. It's not fun. I don't enjoy it. However, I think Let Me Try Again is kind of good, but, and they also, he also covered <laughs> Send in the Clowns. I know, what? which is really good. I think that's, uh, I think that's our intro song in the next, al- uh, oh. the next segment or something, but. Like the saddest song ever. It is. It really, really, oh, it isn't actually. Uh, there used to be a ballpark here. Have you ever heard that one? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, it's also freaking heartbreaking. Anyway, bottom line is this. This was his comeback album and the relaunch of an unbelievable career, but I just don't like the album all that much. Go ahead and buy it if you're a vinyl guy and, you know, it's good to have, but frankly— Or gal. Or gal. Forgive me. Forgive me. Or a non-binary, you know, in specific. Whatever you are. I bought my husband a record player, and I've created a monster— Oh. Really? Yeah. Vinyl okay. coming to our door daily. Did he join one of the vinyl clubs? or Columbia is he? House? <laughs> it is. There's like a Columbia House for vinyl now. Oh, so then I guess I'm going to have to do like, that's a Christmas present right there. That's a Christmas present. Yeah. But also, it's just by the been way, kind of like, you know, his doesn't collect one at a time. I mean, it's like when he dives in, he dives in deep. So it's all vinyl it's all the time. It's kind of a space commitment too. I mean, they're not wide, but they're tall. There's there were some new furnishings added. No. No. <laughs> You're gonna have to get rid of an entire Jawa section exactly. and move forward. We're gonna have to slide the action figures aside <laughs> one one slot. It's funny the vinyl thing works for me too. I Christina, my wife, bought me a, a record uh, player as well, and it's at the showroom. We play it. If you ever go out to Mill City Sound in Hopkins, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Oak. Is is working there from time to time. It's like a celebrity uh, Brian Oak guy, friend of the show. Remember him? Yes, I and, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been on the program. He had a great last year. He did a great uh, Christmas album recommendation. Okay. 
I may uh, I may bring him back, except he's not drinking anymore. So well, we could, you could have an opportunity for mocktails. Yeah, no, not so much. <laughs> There's a line, and we don't cross it. If it's a mocktail, it's only that I have a cocktail and I'm mocking you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that works. That works. I'm sure you just know what you're before. gonna get. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about amenities that you guys are oh, putting in here. <laughs> I've been dying okay. to talk about amenities. Shop I really talk. have. Shop talk. Back to shop. We got two minutes and forty-five seconds oh, left in okay. this segment. Let's talk about amenities. Yes. Here's my question. I have Everyone a question for wants you. a lot. What are what are what are the the dominant trends right now? And what are the trends that, frankly, had no legs? <laughs> Well, right now, of course, people are – we're in these kind of different times where mm-hmm. we – our homes, our our schools, our business, our retreats, they basically are covering all the bases now. It's not just like home. It's mm-hmm. it's it's all of the above. Mm-hmm. And so the amenities, of course, that people are looking for right now are places where they can work and be at home. So those business centers, those office nooks, um, the – the Zoom large screens, the just the places to hide away and get your work done when you don't want to look at the pile of laundry that's piled up in front of your laundry closet and mm-hmm. you just want to forget about it and you want to just go out and focus on what needs to be focused on. Those types of things are very popular, of course. So for a while, they shrunk. And now, funny, they've come back into popularity again. And I think there were, you know, a handful of years ago, maybe a decade ago, we Probably were designing more apartments that had those little built-in desks. In the kitchen. And, yeah, mm-hmm. aside the kitchen. And they all got pulled out. And now it's funny. People are kind of wanting those back in again. It's kind of a full circle type of thing mm-hmm. where they just want to be able to accommodate those types of um, tasks within their home, which mm-hmm. they never really had to do before. So, you know, when those micros that, you know, when we design an apartment that's – 400 square feet. You need other places to go. And mm-hmm. so it's really kind of creating an extended living space. So lounges. Um, right now, of course, people are, you know, sensitive to sharing space. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different little nooks and nodes to try to sh- kind of claim as your own. It's not like everyone's just getting piled into one room. And I think we're going to see, um, I know our season is very short, but, you know, I think a lot of times people kind of overlooked the outdoor living spaces. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see a little bit more attention on the outdoor. So to kind of extend our seasons the most we can, um, it's, you know, it's maybe just beyond a grill and some tables. Maybe it really is kind of more like living spaces within the outdoor environment to be able to just have that fresh air. I have that extension to... Um, continuing your living space outside of the four walls of your building. And you need to come up with a plan for that. I mean, it's not enough to just drop in a table or something. You need to understand how people are going to want to use the space and how you can bring people safely together, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Right. And, oh, we're, we're, we're done. <laughs> Shop talk. Sorry, it's only segment <laughs> three. <We're> gonna, <laughs> when we come back, we'll be talking about... Something completely irrelevant, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Wall carpeting or something. I don't know. (laughs) We're bringing it back. (laughs) It's just a matter of time. Hula hoops. (laughs) If the studios are rocking, don't come a knocking. All right. uh, Let's take a quick break here on Drinking the Style. When we come back, God knows what's going to happen. But thanks for staying with us this long. 
All in our care to keep against the darkness. This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural, drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. Dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit, so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower, the self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance, and you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina, and online at HabitationDesign.com. Again, HabitationDesign.com. And uh, there used to be a ballpark where the field was warm and green. And the people played their crazy game With a joy I'd never seen And the air was such a wonder Welcome back From to Drink in the Style. All right, look, his voice was phenomenal at this point. His voice is great, but, I mean, come on, there used to be a ballpark here. Is it- too sad? Like, was there any happy track on that album? There was no happy track. There was nothing I could snap my finger to. Yeah, like, you need a little swing. Gotta snap. Well, what was happening in his life at that time? This was his big comeback. That that doesn't say comeback, sadness. No, no, this says goodbye. This album should have been his farewell album, and then the next album that's coming out, which I will not, you know, I'm not going to spoil this, should have been his comeback album. But, you know, you're just the chairman of the board. You can do whatever the hell you want. But it wants. wasn't that, so we are. It is what it is. Agreed. This is Drinking the Style. <laughs> we are talking with Michelle Asplund from Cunningham and Sarah Davis from Urban Works. I got to throw out the thing before I forget because mm-hmm. I always do. Kind of do, except I always do this at the beginning of the segment. Therefore, I don't. But Urban Works, you guys have some awesome projects at all different levels. You've got some wonderful, uh, beautiful, high-end projects. Uh, 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 projects that you've been working on. How do people see the breadth and depth of your work? Where are you going to send them? 
Good question. Thanks. Um. <laughs> could be Instagram, could be internet, could be. Yeah, I think, well, it's been, yeah, they basically, I think there is an Insta. No, I am over 40, so it's not like I'm in, like, finger on the pulse here, Greg. Do you have but a MySpace account? No. No, or Foursquare. Just um, Google it for God's yeah, sake. Urban works. Urban works. There's, I know that there's Instagram. We have some fabulous people who keep things kind of light and fresh and up to date on those types of feeds. And so you can see all the latest and the greatest. Fabulous. Do you even want to talk about who you work for? <laughs> Do you want to be associated? No, we with don't want to hear thing? about it. No. <laughs> I don't Cunningham want to take group. Sarah's star. No. no, Cunningham Group. You can look that up. You yes. can look that up. You can Google it. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of history mm-hmm. between Michelle and myself yes. and the firms involved, and it's a small town, and there's a lot of people that we work together and love and still enjoy their. Personal and, and we still like each other. And we still like each other. And that's just really great. It is this a small is, town. It is a small You're town. You're not going to, like, escape anybody. And so mm-hmm. you got to keep those bridges intact. Yes. As we do. And bringing you way. guys together. Because, again, I mean, this is a f- safe space for all of us mm-hmm. to talk about. Kind of reminds me a little yeah, bit of, of when safe. I tried to have a beta club, beta, beta fish fight club. Once, <laughs> yeah. at one point where <laughs> I thought it would be fun. It turned out to be very disappointing. You guys have not fought. At all? No, I don't think no, that works. It doesn't work that way. It's it's it's. We've all been in the trenches together. I think at too many times. No, it is true. Yes. I mean, and we're all in the same space. And there it is. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. So you've been wonderful. You've been wonderful. And you now have a chance, as I promised in the previous segment, to ask Sarah a question. Now you get your final role as host. So. What do you want to grill her on? <laughs> well, I'm not host. I'm mixologist. Your host right now. For you get you get thirty seconds. I. I'm going to ask you, if you weren't a designer, what would you be? Mm. Wow. That's a good question. Um, You know, I kind of have it in the blood. So I have, my mother was a designer. My father was an architect. My brother's an architect. My nephew's an architect. I have two two uncles that are architects. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think it was kind of a clandestine Sure, but something has got to have occurred to you over the strenuous decades of being in this profession. Yes, it is strenuous. That is totally true. You know what I thought would be really kind of fun? And I think someone already beat me to the punch. But I always kind of felt like in my golden years, my retirement years, I would love to find like some wonderful old barn in like Medina or something and like trick it out and make it like the best event center ever for whatever kind of events that, you know, you you just play up to the weddings, you mm-hmm. you know, I don't plan it. Right. But you just provide like a really the amazing venue. environment venue. that would just be quintessential for photography and mm-hmm. and the like. But I do feel like there's probably some people who have kind of beat me to that a little bit. But um, You could do it differently though. I was always a new spin. You know those people who like travel and have TV shows and follow them around while they go to amazing places? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They must have sold their soul to the devil to get those jobs. Because that's, I think, really what amazing. I would have loved to have done is just mm-hmm. like following me around. Watch me eat this amazing gelato in this <laughs> right. piazza. Like, sucks and for you're you. Slamming, <laughs> and you're slamming me yeah. on the show. Is there, and you want like, a camera crew. I want a camera crew to go to amazing places. I mean, what's 
There's I no- get 45 minutes a week on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you want a camera crew. I want a camera like- crew. And I want them, yeah, to just, I want someone else to pay the bill while I travel and globetrot. To mm-hmm. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. That's that's what I would like to do. Have you heard of, oh God, I forgot the thing, uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. <laughs> See, I, you know the young people. I watch the TikTok. I know all about this stuff. I think the TikTok is scary. I, lo- I actually, I like the TikTok. Don't it like is, the TikTok. It is like like ninety seconds of like some bizarre something, and you have no idea. It could be some strange dude with with a beard screaming at you about politics, and it could be some you know. 22-year-old girl tangoing, and there's just no way of knowing what's going to happen next. You disagree? Well, I think there is something, too, like the idea of just an extension of anyone's creative outlet. Like, just mm-hmm. whatever they want to express, it's a, a total open arena for expression. Yes. Sometimes the expression is good, and sometimes the expression not so good. And it's just a little hard to f- just to make sure that you aren't I don't know, just wasting your your time on the not so good. Well, I disagree completely in that. Really? I do. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> You're utterly wrong. No, I, here's what I want. I want I want the algorithms thrown away. I don't want them figuring out what I want to see next. Okay. I want pure randomness. That's what appeals to me. I want to see literally frogs dancing with top hats followed by, I don't know, High jumpers in leotards. And I don't neither care. of those things are wrong. There is wrong stuff on TikTok. Right. Uh, a high jumper in a leotard is, is is a little bit questionable, but there's more questionable <laughs> content. I mean, that on. seems a little silly and ridiculous, but not. Really? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've got a different TikTok uh, algorithm working for me and, and things. But well, I think it depends on whether you have a 14-year-old or if you're 40. 14 and 40 is a little different. Well, I my think profile says I'm 14. <laughs> You're, yeah, I mean, on the inside, Greg, you might be 14, and that's okay. No, it's not. Hey, before we run out of money, and the t- or run out of money, before we run out of time and money, frankly, uh, I wanted to bring something up, which is mm-hmm. so freaking cool, because this is coincidental in spades. Totally coincidental. Your father, who is an architect, as you pointed out, mm-hmm. Literally designed the building that the District of Dinah is right. back in 1972. Was it 1972? Because I was just thinking, like, it's got to be late 60s, early 70s. So I was born in 1972. Okay. <gasps> this is your birthday so, building. It's my birthday building. And so there's a few of his buildings still That's standing. That's so cool. They're kind of like we did the... You know, the Tom Stahl architectural tour, there's a few of them still around. Most of them are businesses, are office buildings. Um, you know, the... He was off the architect of record for the Met Stadium, mm-hmm. and he saw Very that cool. implode. That was kind of, he told him, oh, wow. he told him a thousand times, it's not going to fall. It's not going to fall because he kind of knew how right. basically the stands were basically like concrete wedges. They're wedging up the walls, and it's not going to fall in. And he's like, it's not going to work. And lo and behold, it didn't, if you remember that footage. I've, I've seen the video. Yeah, it was a good video. And uh, so I just, because when Carl had pointed out the building that you had purchased, I was like, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, right at, you know, 494 and 169. And I'm like, I think 
that's my dad's building. It's so. such a cool building. And it's very quintessential for that era. I mean, you definitely, but, you know, what's kind of old is new again in the sense mm-hmm. that I think there's kind of a, a nostalgia for just a little, you know, I think in the 80s and 90s we didn't appreciate 70s architecture mm-hmm. or 70s design. But mm-hmm. I think even, you know, even when you look at residential design and people are tricking out 70s homes, they can, they can still make something kind of good out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think with that building, too, it's just, it'll, well, it's, it's an opportunity to kind of put a little polish on it a little bit. Agreed. I mean, you know, the building had been neglected for, for years, but now it's becoming the district's Dina, and it is going to be fabulous. It's going to be fabulous. And I'm extremely happy that it wasn't bulldozed and plowed over for something else. Nor should it have been. It's gorgeous. All right. Well, there it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through another episode. Sarah, thank you for being thank on the show. Thank you for having Michelle, me. Michelle, yes. a delight. Always Pleasure. good to see Michelle. Yes. To have you on the program. You, Johnson, Sarah. thank you for, for, for producing. And here's my quote. Are you ready? This one's going out to a certain somebody. Quotes from Bill Musselman. Defeat is worse than death, because now you have to live with defeat. Good night, everybody. Good night.